This is Chelsea Wingo. And I'm Amy Covell. And this is our podcast, Hashtag Life Goals. Don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. The brain could be a great friend, but it also could be your worst enemy because it creates scenarios that don't even exist. Each week, we examine one of our life goals and figure out what steps we need to take to make them a reality. You're tending to your garden, so therefore things are going to grow. Life is too complicated without us also holding resentments against ourselves. So come join us. It's going to be fun. Everybody, how are you doing? This is Chelsea Wingo. And I'm Amy Covell. And this is Hashtag, Hashtag Life Goals. And this week, we're going to be doing something a little special. We're going to be taking basically a recap of our very first episode we did and kind of checking back on it and see how we're doing. <laughs> right? It's time to bring everything back full circle. We're a quarter of the way through the year. Mm-hmm. It's time to check Already? Up. Yeah. Time just flies by. It really does. And it goes faster and faster the older you get. So you yeah. have that to look forward to. Yeah. So this episode, we're going to be doing hashtag goal resetting. So we're going to be looking at our five core goals that we had in the very beginning, see where we are, see where we want to, you know, change them up and maybe apply a better plan or trajectory. Right. Every time you set a goal, you know, you're not always going to achieve it the first time out, or it might be something that takes a lot longer to achieve. And so you've got to occasionally kind of check in with it, see where your progress is, see what's holding you back, or see mm-hmm. if this is something that needs to be modified and changed to something more manageable or realistic or what have you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think uh, today's episode is going to be um, very helpful because I know there's definitely some goals that I need to kind of scale back on and maybe figure things out and maybe it'll help other people too. But before we get into that, Amy, how has the rest of your week been? Uh, it's been pretty busy. So I said I had a lot going on, mm-hmm. you know, last time in the world of my career goals. Yeah. I still have a lot going on there. Oh, boy. I remember I said I hadn't even shared all of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so here's some new news. My second feature, Saltwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see information on Saltwater at saltwaterthemovie.com. We have been fighting to get distribution for it for the last two years. Mm. We had a sales agent for the last year and a half, and we got offers right away. We had a really great distributor ready to distribute for us. But when we were in post-production for that film, the director, the writer-director passed away. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, so um, it was a struggle to even get to get the film finished. And, you know, it premiered at San Francisco's Indie Fest. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful movie that was not just a large cast and crew, but it was a large cast and crew that included over 100 college students getting to learn on set. Oh, yeah, I so remember that. So it was a really that. special project. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately the rights all passed to her estate. Mm. So we have spent the last year trying to get the rights from the estate so we could release the film. Mm. And unfortunately, we were not successful. I'm sorry. So the film is not going to see distribution. It's a real shame because the director's first feature, Mission Movie, did really well in film festivals, but it also couldn't get released that one was because of an issue with music rights and it was diegetic. It was within the movie and so we couldn't edit it out. Mm-hmm. That was a shame. But this one, it's really just because we couldn't get the rights back from the family. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Stay tuned for more info there because since we cannot get the rights, it won't get actual distribution, but we are going to make it uh, available for free online um, once we get the clearance to do so. We want to try to make sure, because this was her legacy. This was Mm -hmm. really the film closest to her heart. And so we want people Mm -hmm. to be able to see it. But it's it's been a tough road, you know, and losing yeah. her was really hard. And then to have to claw and struggle just to try to let her art be seen mm-hmm. has been a very frustrating experience. So, uh, but if you want to learn more about it, go to saltwaterthemovie.com. You can see our trailer. You can see all about it. You can follow us on Instagram, on mm-hmm. Facebook, on Twitter. Um, the movie's got all of the... All of the bells and whistles, it just uh, <laughs> is going to struggle to be able to be seen by an audience. Mm-hmm. I don't mind not making any money off of this movie. I just want her work to be out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else or has that just been the majority? I think that's the biggest thing I've got going on right now. Okay. Yes, <laughs> your turn, Chelsea. Oh, boy. Um I have had a relatively busy week as well. Um, my showcase, my aerial showcase that I'm in is coming up. Uh, in a couple days, so literally, I know I'm excited. Yeah, I see you're coming to see it. I'm very excited that you're going to be coming as well as our producers, Nico and Marcus. So that'll be fun. We've been having rehearsals for the last couple of nights. They've been very long and very tedious, especially with a lot of rigging and my characters that I'm on stage mostly and just kind of watching everything that's going on rather than hiding behind the curtain. So I'm out there constantly. And then along with that, it's just um, dealing with tax stuff, dealing with um, work. Actually, I booked an interview yesterday Mm -hmm. for a potential part-time gig that I actually might be hearing back from today when we're recording this. So fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. And then later on tonight, I'm actually going all the way over to Riverside, California, because a friend of mine is in a show that I was in when I was in high school. So I'm going to go watch her. What show is she in? Susical the Musical. Oh, okay. You know, Leota was in that too. uh, No, I did not know that. Yeah. Leota, who was in Can't Get a Day, it was a good friend of ours. Um, Yeah, her high school did that. But yeah, she's playing the title role of Cat in the Hat. I played the title role Cat in the Hat when I did it. So I have no idea what Leota played. You'll have to ask her. Okay, I'll ask her. But I think it's going to be very interesting to see someone else take on a role that you've done in the past before. Yeah. So that'll be fun. But, but yeah, it's just been a lot of stuff has been piled on top of each other. So after Sunday, I'll just be very, very happy to kind of get a break, kind of maybe pull back a little bit and focus on some other things that I have had to push away for sometimes. So uh, busy, but in a different sense of just like layers on top of layers of just very tired. <laughs> I've been going to bed at I like one every single night for the I last couple it. of days. Right now, like I said, I'm working mostly my side hustles. I don't start filming anything until the second week of April. Mm-hmm. And so when I film, when I'm just doing my side hustles, it takes a lot more work to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And so I am so busy and so tired all the time and there are not enough hours in the day oh, and yeah. I'm still broke. Yep. <laughs> 
Yes, it, there are definitely not enough hours in the day to get everything that you want done. You yeah. make do. You know, one day at a time, one task at a time. That's yeah. all we can do. Exactly. It's all back to goals. Yes. Like how, how do you break those down so that they're manageable mm-hmm. and we can be effective? Yes. And I think that is a great segue to get into our research since that's what we'll be talking about. So for research, uh, a little bit light since uh, later on we'll be discussing our personal goals. But, you know, we're going to give like a broad general summary of maybe what you should do, what you should look for in terms of maybe cleaning out any baggage you have and focus on what really needs to be done. Right. So once you've already had a goal for a while, you've got to stop and evaluate it and see how you're doing. And it may be time to reset to adjust that goal. And we have some tips for you. Yes, we do. All right. So the first article is from Bob Proctor, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, and his article was pressing the reset button on your goals. And this article was mainly kind of talking about some basic general steps of how to kind of reshape your goals and kind of like a general setting. One of the first things that he talked about regarding a goal resetting research is that first, you must separate who you are from what you have done. In other words, not having achieved everything you wanted to do by now does not change the fact that you are still a good-intentioned person. That's that's awesome to kind of hear that because there's definitely times when I get caught up in my own demons and my own insecurities and be like, you should have done this by now and like, why it's isn't so it there? It's so easy yeah. to get down on yourself. So freaking easy. It's uh, uh, The brain is could be a great friend but it also could be your worst enemy because it creates scenarios that don't even exist it creates all the anxieties that you don't need it just you gotta remind yourself what you have accomplished versus what you haven't accomplished Mm -hmm. and then also remind yourself don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff yeah exactly secondly sometimes hard work and goal achieving activities are not the only ingredients you can choose to keep your attitudes positive And this will empower you to move forward regardless of the circumstances surrounding you. So that's kind of a nice to have kind of that separation of kind of be like, okay, let's take a deep breath, break it down, and then just kind of, you know, separate from everything that you're putting into work-wise one way and then kind of the goals that you have like on a separate path, like maybe not completely intermix them together. Don't make them enmeshed in each other. Yeah, don't mesh them together because even though they kind of are – intertwined in maybe what you're trying to go for, kind of separating them out. You're just like, oh, okay, this is everything that I've done over here. And then this is kind of the goals over there to kind of separate. And then maybe you can weed out the little things that are the connecting points. And then finally, realize that there is a toxic element of resentment and doubt. This toxicity can invade your self-image if you haven't made the progress that you expected by a certain point in time. These are excuses which cannot help in the achievement towards your goals. Yes, a thousand and ten percent. I find myself when I go back and I think of certain times when I'm thinking about my goals or things that I wanted to achieve, doubt and resentment has always been something that pulls me back and brings me down. I experience it every day. Oh no, I do too. The goal, you know, the the best way to handle it is to recognize that you have that doubt, that fear, that resentment. Accept mm-hmm. that for what it is. Yeah. And then you got to let it go and move your attention to something else. Yeah, but it definitely can be hard. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm someone that holds grudges or holds resentment, but especially with myself. Oh, yeah. I am my 
1,000 number one percent worst critic of Life myself. Life is too complicated without us also holding resentments against ourselves. Exactly. There's enough people in the world that will just blatantly, not on purpose, but blatantly will say things to bring you down and you shouldn't be adding to that because it doesn't no. do you any good. It's hard enough to bat off, you know, the combatants coming at you. It yeah, doesn't need to exactly. be coming from inside. Just give them a good punch in the face with a boxing glove. <laughs> Yeah, and so you don't want to have to do that to yourself, do you? <laughs> no, 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 exactly. I haven't had boxing for the last week, so that's also been why I've been a little stir-crazy. So, <laughs> Okay, so our next article is from Tremendous Times. And in this article, they talk a little bit of not only um, certain uh, steps to take to kind of reset the goals, kind of like the previous, but they also are very like pinpoint-specific ones that maybe you need to cleanse or need to weed through. So kind of going through that. They talk about first things first, reflect on the past few months, consider a few of these questions before you make a plan for your future. And some of them are, what were you focusing on? Where did your energy go? What goals have you accomplished, even small ones? What do you wish you had done but didn't? What were your proudest moments? And what have you learned about yourself? I Again, I always say this, I need to have something like this like quoted, written, printed, and put up on my wall because I feel like I need to look at this and when seeing it visually, it would help kind of register everything because I'm a very visual person. I think that's a really great rundown of mm -hmm. what you should evaluate, you know, before you dig into your goals. Yeah, and sometimes it's just kind of that reminder of like, oh, helps you refocus, recenter, and kind of, you know, take things back and not be so tense about everything because it's just... Again, we only have one life as of right now. We don't have the time. We don't. And then they said, next, you need to cleanse. Time to purge the unnecessary things from your life. I don't know why I'm getting into this character. I should stop. <laughs> I think it's because purging purge. is always great. Yeah, no, like, it is we great. We talked at the very beginning of this show about the idea of coming up with our hashtag life goals was to get a red of the clutter. Yes. Purge it out of our lives so we are focused on the things that really matter to us. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. So these are the few things to consider when purging or cleansing. Belongings. Anything you don't want, don't use, or save for sentimentality's sake should be sold or donated. It's stuff you will continue to survive and thrive without. This, when I read this, I was like, oh, Shit, because there's a lot of things I do keep personally for sentimental value because it was either a gift from a friend or from my parents right. and it means right. a lot to and, me. And you know, and these are kind of hard habits to break, but you don't have to necessarily break them and all of a sudden become a minimalist yeah. who could pack up and move in two boxes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of in-between and ways you can do it. You know, when I used to watch the TV show Hoarders, mm -hmm. Watching that show, by the end of the show, I would have gotten rid of at least three clothing items and at least three other items out of my bedroom. I'm like, I will not become a hoarder. <laughs> now I have kind of trimmed some of that fat. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking for other ways. So I have this rule in my house. Mm -hmm. Everything I keep needs to either be visible okay. or easily accessible. Okay. So if I was like, oh, I have this great photo album from when we went to France. I should be able to put my hands right on it and pull mm. it out to show it to you. Mm. Otherwise, what's the good of having these things if they're just tucked away in the backs of closets or in the bottom of boxes? Yeah. You're not using them. You're not looking at them for sentiment's sake. 
Mm-hmm. So find a way to really incorporate them in your life. Remember when we were getting ready to write our love letters? Yes. And I pulled out that binder. Yes, you did. Yes. Amy had a big binder of a lot of poems, a lot of artwork, a lot of um, writing she did. Right. Because I had an entire drawer of old journals and poetry books that I had written in, Mm -hmm. you know, high school and college. And I carried them through all of my moves because I'm like, well, that's my art. I don't want to get rid of it. But am I ever sitting around just pulling out an old journal and looking at it? Mm Mm-mm. Not really. Yeah. Only when I move and I see them again because I've got to pack them again. Mm-hmm. So instead, I went through all of them. I took the pages out and I put them all in one binder. Mm-hmm. So that way I can pull out that binder and mm-hmm. look through them there. Yeah. Um, it was. I haven't done it in a while, but a while back I was holding on to a lot of playbills, a lot of um, things when I was in musicals, tickets, letters, birthday cards, and I didn't want to get rid of them because of sentimental value. So what I actually relatively did the same thing. I made myself a big ass scrapbook. And even though it's not organized, just put everything in order of like a picture of a crush from a musical that he was in or like a letter from a friend or even like some important documents. And even uh, an old letter I found regarding... um, a psychological evaluation of when I was diagnosed with APD and all right. the things of, um, you know, to help me get through and, you know, suggestions and things like that. So there like are that. ways so, to yeah. clear out the clutter without yeah. actually having to get rid of the things that spark these memories. Yeah, but there's still a couple of things here and there. I think one one issue that I will have a little bit is clothing. Like in particular, there's one shirt that I have that is um, from the rock and roll hall of fame that I got from my dad and it is a burnout t-shirt which I love like it kind of it's one of those see-through t-shirts kind of so you yes. you know so one of those and then it has a very awesome like heart with like a knife through it and like these big wings in the back and I love it so much but it is so old it's very old but I still wear it and I still if you still wear it it counts keep I it. know but there's but definitely clothes can sometimes be a thing that I hold on to because when I I don't shop for clothes often but you know when I go out with my mom or like with family I will you know peruse and shop and sometimes I will resort to wearing kind of the same thing over and over again rather than trying new things but at the same time I know I will need it oh I need this for like this job or oh I need it for this specific event so I keep holding on to a lot of stuff I get it clothes are tough for me the rule with clothes is you know if it's a season specific thing like a sweater Mm -hmm. if I didn't wear it the entire the entire holiday and winter season it's time to let it go yeah but yeah uh, clothes and basically things that I think I will need in the future things that I hold on to when I really should just either like scrapbook it or make art of it or let it go so that's yeah find a new way to incorporate it in your life something that you're going to actually utilize yeah all right number two emotions as cliche as it sounds focus on the positive you really do only have so much space in your brain, and if you're filling it up with affirming thoughts and good vibes, you won't have time to pay attention to any of the bad stuff. So again, that brings us back to what we were talking about. Like, you know, the world is hard enough. We don't need to be down on ourselves, too. Number three, responsibilities. We sometimes claim certain responsibilities as our own when it's actually not necessary. Determine if your stress level is healthy and if you need help in your life for certain things. Also, consider if there are other responsibilities you can start to phase out of your life. I always say this, don't I? Yeah. This is not my circus. These are not my monkeys. It no. is the best one when you realize that you start stressing out that things are that are not your problem. Yep. 
you know, or about other people or about their shortcomings. You can be annoyed by their shortcomings, but their shortcomings, they're not your problem. So Mm -hmm. I always tell people, I'm like, this is not my circus. These are not not my monkeys. monkeys. All right. And then number four on this cleansing list that they've talked about, people. This one is a little harder. But in general, you should avoid negative people, gossips, and drama llamas. Drama llamas, really? I like that. Drama llamas. I I do too. Continuing. The people you spend your time with should make you feel at ease, should talk more about interesting ideas than degrading other human beings, and should make you laugh. This one hits home a little bit for me because um, offline, um, Amy and I have talked about this, where I have had a friend or two in the past that I was really close with and like I grew up with. And then one day for some reason shit hit the fan and we were not friends anymore and they want nothing to do with me. And they, you know, just like stay away from me at all costs. I don't want you. And then they, and I realized later, Oh, they had kind of a negative effect on me as well. Why didn't I realize it? It really has nothing to do with you. It has to do with their own shit. Yeah. And that's the thing is, Cutting the toxic people out of your life, it's yes, it's one of the harder things to do, but you don't realize how much lighter you will be once you have done it. Mm-hmm. I have had to do it multiple times over the years. And, yeah. you know, a few of the toxic people I've cut out of my life, I still think about on a daily basis because mm-hmm. I miss when they were less toxic for me to be around. Yes, exactly. There are some friends that. I haven't seen or, you know, had to cut out, unfortunately, that I will say that I'm grateful for the good times we had back then, but I wish it could be now, but obviously it can't. And it, it can't. Sucks. And my life is better having let that person go. And it's very true. Yeah. But we want to have people in our life that are a positive influence, not exactly. ones that are going to hold us back, bring us down, mm-hmm. or encourage these negative thinking behaviors. Yes, Definitely. And now for the last step in this article, this is moving forward after the whole cleansing process. For the last step, sit down with your list of goals and set slash reset actionable dates to them. Choose a few goals that you'd like to focus on, the ones you really, really want to accomplish more than anything, and give yourself some new or revised deadlines. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. That is exactly what we're going to do. It's what we're here for, people. It's what we're here for. (laughs) Sometimes you take a look at a goal you had and then like scale it back bit by bit. Actually, Tim talked about it a little bit when we were talking about screenwriting and career milestone for that particular episode with like, if you have a goal, you know, set it back more and more and more so that way you can make this baby step, that baby step, that jump, that lunge, that leap to the mountaintop. Right. Okay. So... Before we get into that, I will say we do have a guest, but he also doesn't have to come very far because he sees our other producer, Marcus. Say hi. Hello, it's me, the producer. <laughs> a or co-producer, but I mean, I'm the only one. No, okay, all right. Nico. Well, Nico isn't on mic today, so we can't really. <laughs> he isn't on mic, but he is there overseeing everything. So, so we had Nico <laughs> join us when we did our tax episode. And so Marcus Mm. is here to kind of weigh in on Chelsea and Mai's goals and where we're at. And as we reset them, maybe give us some advice on 
how to better achieve them. Yes. You know, whether that's changing the goal that we're setting or just, you know, some observations he has from working so closely with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm happy to help. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got a lot of stuff going on as well, so you seem kind I of do. like... I do. It's what I want to be doing, though, so yep. <laughs> I am uh, finding success in in my uh, goals as well. Yay! Woo! So yeah, he's multitasking today, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be listening in, doing commentary, and then also recording the podcast, so props to him! Yay! Okay, so to review, we have five areas of core goals. Those are our career goals relationship goals, family goals, health and wellness goals, and personal growth goals. Mm -hmm. Now, at the beginning of the season, Chelsea and I talked about our broad goals in this area. We're not really addressing those today. What we're addressing is our in-a-year goals that we set. Mm -hmm. Those are the main focus as of right now. Yeah. I'll go ahead and start because mine's going to start in kind of a down note, but that's okay. I want to I want to start on it and then push through it to some of the better stuff. Okay, so in my career goals, my goal for a year was to earn another 100 days towards my Directors Guild of America eligible union days. Mm-hmm. So I need 520 days to join the union. I had about 120 days when we started the season, and my goal is to add 100 more days this year. Mm-hmm. I have added zero days. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, it's common for the industry to be kind of sleeping in January. I was just about mm-hmm. to say that, yeah. It have does start mode. to kick back up once the Oscars have happened. Because after after Sundance Film Festival and the Oscars, then the money people in Hollywood. They know where to put their money. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know which, which way the tide is flowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I'm on hold still for seven features this year. Two are in rewrites and five are in funding. So I'm hoping that now that we're starting to see the industry wake up a little, Mm -hmm. that they'll start to get funding and I'll get calls for them. All righty. I do have my first shoot scheduled as we discussed last week. So second week of April, I will be on set earning six of my days. I have another project that would be providing three days. So even though I'm at zero days right now, I could be at about 10% of my goal in the next month. Which is great. Yeah. Baby step. And then we do also still have, you know, the DGA training program. I apply for that in October. Mm -hmm. I will hear in the next week or so if I've made it to the next round of interviews. Okay. And so then if I do that in May will be when I go to the assessment exercises and interviews. If I do great at that, I could be in the DGA training program in July and then my days are going to be coming real fast because they provide you with those opportunities to earn your days. Nice. So it will be less about me having to go out and find productions, more about me answering the phone and saying, yes, I can be there tomorrow. Yeah, it'll come to you more. Correct. If that doesn't happen, then what would be the plan afterwards? Well, if I don't get into the DGA training program, I just keep doing what I'm doing, which is independent projects, getting my days little by little. Mm -hmm. The DGA training program is very difficult to get into. They only take about 20 people a year. So it can take five or six times of applying before you get in, but it also can take five or six years of getting your days on your own to join the union. So either way, I'm looking at about the same amount of time invested Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it would just be easier in the training program because I will not be out there pounding the pavement trying to get these jobs. It's mm-hmm. a very long-term goal. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. So that's why the goal this year was just 100 more days. So hopefully when we check back in in three months, mm-hmm. hopefully I'll have at least 30 of those days. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Me, career-wise, my in-a-year goal was to become financially independent. Because this is really the first... Technically, it started maybe a couple months in the end of 2018, but since this is really the first year of me trying to be, you know, more of an independent contract worker and more freelance along with other side hustles, I want to be able to be more financially independent to be able to afford the things that I want and, you know, um, make ends meet and, you know, not have to rely on on, on people for that kind of thing. I, I definitely looking back on it now. Um, it's still, it could be very possible by like the end of the year, but it's, but in order to do that, um, it's going to take a little bit more work. So I think in order to break that down even further for me, resetting wise is to basically, you know, pick up more projects, um, responding to posts more like on Indeed or Upwork or things like that, you know, uh, word of mouth, talking to people about certain projects, be like, hey, I like what's this going on? Things like that. Right. You want to be more actively searching out mm-hmm. some of yeah, these exactly. contracts. Which is what I was doing in like the last couple of weeks where I was applying a lot more in Indeed and including a lot more cover letters and a lot more of like my work and, you know, making interviews like the interview that I had yesterday regarding a possible part-time position for at least a couple of months uh, for some past yeah, possible income. Awesome. So, Yeah. I would check out filmandtvpro.com or mandy.com. They're the same website now, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. I have gotten probably 80% of my production work in LA through them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be a great place to look for editing work. Yeah, definitely. I think, because uh, I have looked on Mandy before, I think the only thing is that because they have a mainly a subscription fee and because of Their finances. subscription fee is 100% worth it. So try it for a month. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you don't like it, then cancel it. But... That is the only one of the job sites that I pay the subscription fee for because they have proven to me that it is worth it. Okay. Marcus, where do you think we are on our career goals? I mean, you guys are communicating about it every single week, which I think is one of the most important things to do. Um, the more you talk about something and think about it, the more you, like tangible, I guess, it makes it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say you guys are much farther along than, um, you know, than most of the people that I know. I would say that it is difficult in LA to keep the jobs coming when they haven't been for so long. Mm -hmm. It's hard to find motivation when you haven't done something for two months in a row, you know, Um, especially in the wintertime, like you were saying, it's the downtime for film. Um, It's hard to motivate yourself to keep writing new things and to keep, you know, messaging these people and doing these emails, especially, you know, around the new year. And, you know, months really easily blend together especially in LA where there is no weather changing. (laughs) So it's hard to sometimes keep on the ball with things as often as you should. Um, But yeah, in general, I think you guys are doing great. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you're your own best gauge though of Mm -hmm. where you want to be. And by vocalizing it, I know a little bit more about where you plan to be, but you guys are meeting these goals every week for the most part. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Yeah. All right, next category, relationship goals. Oh, yes. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah, you, you go first. Sure. So my goal was to say yes to more events uh, to increase my chances of meeting someone. Mm-hmm. I have been saying yes to more events. I have definitely met that goal. 
I have been going to every meeting that people ask me to drop into. I have been going out with friends every time they ask me to go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had people say, hey, we need should meet for coffee. And for the most part, I've gone every single time. I have one person that I was connecting with that uh, we still haven't gone out for coffee. So I've got to maybe make that mm-hmm. one a priority because mm-hmm. I don't want to just be that person that kind of ghosted because it's not, it's not really yeah. that. It just kind of keeps falling off my radar yeah. or I remember it when I have no free time yeah. coming up in the next few days to make it a reality. Mm-hmm. So I've been saying yes. I've been going to more events. I think what I want to do in the you know next quarter of this goal is I want to make sure to get – Tickets to a few concerts because I haven't been to a concert in a little while. Mm-hmm. And I want to try to plan a trip to see my friends in Texas. Ooh. So, road, road trip or? No. Using, I'm a, fly. using the old airplane. Uh, the airplane. Okay. If you in the drove Dallas, all the way down to Texas, it would take Well, they're like in the Dallas Fort yeah. Worth area. Oh, yeah. No, that and would so take a long driving That's where uh, Nico's ac- from. Well, so, yeah. driving <laughs> across Texas, that is the worst part of the drive because mm-hmm. they're on the the opposite yep. side of Texas. And oh, yep. I've done that drive plenty of times. Don't plan on doing it this time. Mm-hmm. But Fair. yeah, my friends have been living there for a couple of years now and I haven't been able to afford to make the trip. Now, I really can't afford to right now either, mm-hmm. but it is on my goal is to get a plane ticket to go visit them. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the time we check up on this in three months, mm-hmm. I better have a plane <laughs> ticket if mm-hmm. I haven't already been there to see them. Yeah, and then I also want to just – I want to try more new things. Mm-hmm. So because one thing I've been being invited to do, I just haven't made time for, yeah. and it's something I should. So like Leota wants me to go to a yoga class with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should, you know, but I'm always saying there's not enough time in the day. There is enough time in the day. It's all about how we prioritize our time. Mm-hmm. So I have to figure out what I need to do to prioritize my time better. Mm-hmm. What were your relationship goals for this year? Oh boy. Okay. So, um, apologies if I get a little bit emotional about this. Um, I'll try my best not to, but basically my, in a year, um, for regarding relationship goals, since I'm not that much of a dater, um, it would be to kind of be a little bit more vulnerable and kind of lower my guard around it. And I mean, in a way I will, I guess I could say I have succeeded because I've kind of put myself out there and maybe things haven't turned out the way that I thought or hoped. But I think it was actually a conversation I was having with my mom earlier and that I um, actually have this, my gosh, I apologize everybody, but I have this anxiety over relationships, dating, and that whole concept. I have such anxiety over it that I spend a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings around it when I probably shouldn't put so much on it, but it's just for some reason that is my default to do. So I feel like my reset goal is to figure out why this anxiety happens and not make it such a huge part. Uh, so, so every time when something happens and like maybe it doesn't turn out, I don't beat myself up over it or I don't, um, you know, spend so much time emotionally on it because it just takes a lot out of me and yeah. I'm very tired. A I, lot of people are in the same boat. Yeah. I would say that maybe you are prior, like maybe it's not that you put too much time and effort. It, it, I think it's like you're prioritizing a relationship when you have it. And that's mm-hmm. good because you don't want to get into a relationship and not prioritize it. And so yeah. you start to go through this process that a lot of people go into mm-hmm. when they do something new. Um, because you want to 
give it the time, effort, and space that it needs to grow if it's going to grow. Yeah. Um, and you want to give it a fair shot. Yeah. So no, doing do. anything other than that would be um, not as beneficial because it won't grow anywhere. Right. Yeah. You, you're you're tending to this garden of, you know, excuse the metaphor, <laughs> but you're you're tending to your garden, so therefore things are going to grow. That's yeah. the whole point of your relationships you know i think you just prioritize this yeah and you want to do it right yeah and you are (laughs) so (laughs) i mean it doesn't feel like that it's just because of a lot of like failed attempts and other things and then just i'm trying to think of like the right word for it but basically sometimes because i've been very scared in the past i would back away and like i would give up Mm -hmm. right but you've done so much in these couple of months since we started recording, like, mm-hmm. do you remember when Leota gave you that challenge just to go on the dating website? And I was just website? like, but it's app. app. <laughs> I know. And then you come in the next week, you're like, I did it. You're like, <laughs> and I'm talking to somebody. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Wait, really? I couldn't believe it. I was like, this girl's going to come in here and say, all right, well, I started on my challenge, but then I chickened it out. Okay. 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 I guess, yeah. You're making huge strides. Yeah. I think my new focus for resetting is kind of working around this anxiety. So maybe trying to figure out where it's rooted. Yeah. And not, not give up. I'm not giving up. But when you figure out where things are rooted, it makes it easier to handle it. I mean, that's what we all do in therapy. It's like we figure Mm -hmm. out why we react the way we do. Mm -hmm. And once we find the root cause of it, it's not something necessarily we fix. You acknowledge it. We acknowledge it and it changes the way that we interpret these things in our day-to-day life. Yeah. Yes. And even though I'm like, ugh, don't, I do appreciate Marcus, Amy, and Nico over there in the corner who just came by to give me some tissues. <laughs> Thank you for that. It was very sweet. I feel very lucky to have coworkers and friends like you. So, Marcus, do you have any other tips for us for our relationship goals? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I like to tell people what to do. So, I might oh, no. have a couple. No. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, oh, gosh, I just, the biggest thing I stress is communication. Um, you know, even if if you're happy where you are, then there's not as much to communicate for. Like if, you know, you're content, you don't need to move to like say marriage step or you don't need to move to like, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend step. Um, <laughs> if you're fine with that, make sure you communicate that with the other person to make sure that they are also okay with that. But if you guys have already had that communication, great. You know, make sure that you guys are all on the same page and then make sure that you communicate in your relationships all of the other goals as well when things start to go very well because you don't want things to go well finally emotionally because it's so hard to just sync up emotionally with someone and then you get to the career part and you're like, and I'm moving across the country and they're like, I didn't want that, you know, (laughs) so um, noted. it's (laughs) it's great to be on the same page um, with that. That's all. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. All right. Health and wellness. How about you start us off on health and wellness? Uh, so for me, my health and wellness goals was to work on my cravings, basically work on my diet because there are times that if I'm very stressed, I'm just like, I don't have time to cook. I need something. So I'll just grab the quickest thing that I can grab. I would say there are strides that I've made. During the day, I'm more likely to you know, grab you know, a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables to kind of have as my snack to eat throughout the middle of the day rather than, you know, gorge. And then we also have um, meal prepped meals that come to our place that we can cook. But again, the issue that I have is timing because sometimes I have work that I need to do or things on top of each other. So I don't have time to cook 
and make and then eat said food because just the timing issue. So how I want to reset that and strategize that is that for a while when I was by myself, what I tried doing was meal prepping. And so that actually helped a lot with timing and, um, you know, to doing it all in one day and then kind of at least having the meal all ready to go. So my strategy is that with the meals that we get sent to our house, cook those in advance and have those all prepared and ready to go. So that way they're all ready in the fridge and ready to go. So if I'd be like, oh, I just, I need something, but I don't have time to cook. I just grab it and then I put it in the microwave, heat it up. Yeah. A lot of people have great success with meal prepping. Yeah. And I actually do like cooking. It's a nice kind of relaxing uh, break away from uh, work and stress at times. It's just cramming the cooking in between everything else I need to do that I have back to back to back sometimes. It's just a little hard. I like to use those veggie patties from Costco because they come in a <laughs> bag of like 20. And so whenever mm. I didn't make a lunch for, or I didn't wasn't able to pack a lunch for myself from the day before, I'll yeah. use like the frozen veggie mix and then yeah. like a veggie patty and then I'll like use some like... um I don't know, sriracha or something on it to spice it up a little. Um, spice it up. And then it's a quick, healthy alternative, and I have to do nothing mm-hmm. for it. I just throw it in a leftover container and take it to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so. lots of ways around it. For me, I was finding that I was not cooking at night. I was too tired when I got home. Yeah, so for same. a few weeks, I started making my big meal that I cook mm-hmm. at lunch. Oh. And so that really helped yeah. kind of get me through that hump. And now I'm back into a position where I'm getting home early enough that I can cook dinner. That really made a big difference. And so I think as I find that if my nights start getting longer again and I'm more tired when I get home at the end of the night, I need to switch and have my big cooking meal be for lunch. That uh, makes sense because, yep. you know, in the morning you're too tired. You don't want to do it. In the at night, you're too tired. You don't want to do it. So right. doing it with the sunshine and the the midday, is, you know, this energy is this yeah. Kind of leads right to my goal. Yeah. So because okay. my goal was to establish a workout routine, improve my flexibility, and lose ten pounds. And I'm struggling with that time of day mm-hmm. things. In the morning, I'm tired. I don't want to work nope. out. I would rather just get dressed because once I get dressed, that tells my brain it's time to get going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then I can start moving. But if I'm going to work out, I'm not getting dressed. I'm getting into either workout clothes or, you yeah. know, uh, it's not the same. And mm-hmm. so I struggled to do that. And then at night, I tried for like a week working out at night and I didn't like it. It's hard. Yeah. It's I didn't like hard. it. Yeah. I'm someone that likes to work out in the morning because then I get it done. I get it out of the way and then I don't have to worry about it for the rest of the day. And it's also a good like jump start. Right. I think that helps also because you're usually going somewhere to work out. Yeah. For me, I'm not. uh, Financially, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, No, it makes sense. Yeah. Because of all the limitations with my back, Mm -hmm. I have to do so many modified Mm -hmm. exercises that it just makes sense for me to do my exercises at home for free. Yeah. And I do love my exercises when I do them, but I have not gotten into a routine yet. I've lost half a pound. (laughs) <laughs> which is like nothing, but whatever. <laughs> but I am eating well, so I'm not really too concerned about yeah. the weight portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the way I'm going to refocus my goal mm-hmm. is the goal was to have a workout routine and improve my flexibility so I can do things like trying aerial. So my focus is going to be just on the flexibility. Okay. So I want to stretch every day, even if I don't feel like actually doing a workout. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm going to try to pick one highly active activity a week. Okay. Now, that could be going on a hike with my friends. Mm-hmm. 
that could be going to the yoga class with Leota that we mentioned that mm-hmm. she wants me to go to. Yeah. Or that could be actually doing my full ballet bar workout routine at home. Mm-hmm. Ah. So since I'm not hitting that daily goal, mm-hmm. let's focus on making that a weekly goal. And in between, I need to at least stretch um, either at the beginning of the day or the end of the day. Because I'm pretty good about listening to my body and yeah. stretching things when I can feel they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see me all all the time somewhere like I'm at the grocery store and I'm standing there doing releves because I feel yeah. like I need to stretch my ankles. Uh, yeah, I've seen bits and pieces here and right? there. Right, <laughs> right. I totally just do it naturally. But I think maybe before bed every night, I need to do a full stretching routine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I had to throw in a, just a tiny suggestion, I mean... Please do. I would say walks. In all honesty... The thing is, um, is I walk a lot. Even like around in your neighborhood? Yeah. And you also got to remember, for the past year and a half before I got my new car, mm-hmm. I was walking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I lived in San Francisco for six years. I walked everywhere. So mm-hmm. walking for me is not an exercise the way it is for most people who are um, more set at entry in their work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I get plenty of walking in. Okay. Do you listen to something while you walk? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, but I'm with you. Walking is great, especially yeah. like when you have a nine to five and you've got to get out of the office. Yeah, right. It's exactly. perfect for a lot of people. I I am very active in that sense. I walk a lot. Even when yeah. I'm with the kids mm-hmm. and I'm just in that house, I am like walking around that house constantly, mostly while I'm waiting for the kid to do something. And like I can't. I can't sit still. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking this is probably very stupid, but... um. There is a phase that was going on in Europe for a while. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they would do something called um, morning dance, where basically you put it on a playlist on like uh, like three to five songs, uh, and you dance vigorously for like five to ten minutes straight. Okay. I can do that. See? <laughs> I can do that. Let's add that okay. on to yeah. my routine. So basically- Morning dance, get everything moving and, and shaking. Then, yeah. yeah. Because if I were to wear a Fitbit- I would not even need to attempt to reach yeah. 10,000 steps. No, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's I would, why I say walking for me is not going to be an improvement. No, no, no. So, but yeah, no. Uh, BuzzFeed, they did, a, they, did a, they did a test of this where they did it throughout morning a week for like dance. morning dance. I don't remember exactly. It's like morning dance routine where you put like five like energetic songs or something and then you just dance through the entire thing and you're already like sweaty from like the workout, but you get your energy up and you just dance however you want to dance. It doesn't matter if it's choreographed or if there's you hit something. Well, don't injure yourself. But, <laughs> you just dance around. You just kind of like get things moving, get things going. Maybe that'll like, inspire me to pull out my Britney Spears music. Hey, yes. Video Look, it's Britney, bitch. There's a reason I put pop songs as my alarms in the mornings because <laughs> nothing will get me up faster than a good old fashioned pop song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, cool. Yeah. So morning dance is kind of what it's called. I forget. I'm all going the to try that. Yes. Look into it, please. Other people at home, if you're having trouble waking up and you need a jump start to your day, do some morning dance. Pick five songs that are just get you going and make you feel alive and make you want to like jump around and be crazy. <laughs> it may not be that much, but it is a hell of a workout in that moment and will get you going. Okay, so back into our relationship kind of sector, family goals. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. So uh, my goal for the year, my family goals is all about the idea that I want kids and so I want to buy a house. So my goal for the year was to start improving my credit score in preparation for saving to buy a house. So in the last six months, there wasn't a big change between, you know, the last three months. So I looked at the last six. 
Uh, the last six months, I've had a 30-point increase Ooh. in my credit score. Nice. So what I am, and I've been paying down my credit cards. I have two accounts that are closed. So all I'm doing is paying them off. Mm-hmm. And then I have one account that it's it's open and active, but it's a store account. And I'm not mm. going to buy furniture anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> so that one is also just in the paying down mode. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do this next quarter, these next three months, is I want to really focus on paying off one of my two regular credit cards. So I have one card that I've been trying to keep fairly low, and I've now moved all of my like automatic subscription fees to that one. Nice. So I want that one to be kind of like the one that I put different bills on. Mm -hmm. But the other one is kind of my emergency card. My goal is to have that paid off by the next time we check in. Yeah. Yeah. So that way then it actually is available for emergencies. Absolutely. All right. How about you, Chelsea? Well, since I'm definitely not planning on getting married or having kids anytime soon, my in-a-year goal was to um, kind of visit my relatives more and to connect with them. I feel bad, but things have gotten in the way, and I just have not been able to visit them as much as I have wanted. I will be visiting them in the next couple of weeks because it will be my birthday. Oh. So my mom will be coming up to visit. I believe my dad will be coming up to visit as well. And then I think we're all going to be going down to visit my grandparents who are in Palm Springs then to nice. kind of get together and hang out. So that is happening. Well, but, you are going to see your friend in Riverside this weekend too. I am, yes. So it's kind of like visiting. I think what a way to kind of reset and maybe dial it back a little bit more to kind of make it more focused and get to that in your goal is just to connect and talk more with family and friends. Like I was saying this morning when I was kind of going through an anxiety loophole regarding relationships and stuff like that um um I first thing that came to my mind was my mom so I called her up because I just wanted to talk to her and see how she was I didn't mean to make the conversation about I'm going through this thing I don't know what to do (laughs) but she was very sweet and she was very nice hi mom if you're listening to the podcast thank you so much to my mom hi (laughs) so it was and it was very nice and it kind of just reminded me that Maybe reach out and talk to family and friends more, maybe like on the phone rather than right? texting. I mean, texting, sometimes you have to if they're busy. It's but true, but it's not the same way to connect. And yeah. so, so if you're not going to have time to go out and see your grandparents in Palm Springs on your own until like your family is here and you all go, yeah, yeah. just give your grandma a call once a week. Yeah, exactly. So I think calling and talking to people more is kind of my reset to... And it should be like a great way to take a break from your work at your desk, like yes. midday. Yep. Just mm-hmm. step step aside and call a family member. Or even if yeah. you, you know you have a lot of family members that have birthdays. You know, happy birthday. What's better than a Facebook? Yeah, don't, happy yeah, don't birthday have Facebook, to you. Happy birthday. Give them a happy, call. Yeah. yeah. No, I call when it's someone's birthday, of course. So Marcus, what are your thoughts regarding uh, Amy and I's uh, goals or resets regarding family? Or do you have ones of your own that you're yeah. currently thinking about? Oh gosh. About? I mean, okay. like I am going home in um, April for the first time since Thanksgiving um, mm-hmm. t- because a cousin is having a baby shower. Oh, nice. Um, That's so sweet. Yeah. And so we're all super excited for that. So usually I don't go home when it's not summertime or Thanksgiving, Christmas. So <laughs> I'm excited to go and actually like spend some time without it being like a stressful holiday. Um, but yeah, but I mean, as far as you guys, I think that, uh, you know, family is always, it's always hard when you, no one lives in the same state. 
Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. as long as you're, you know, calling them, seeing them, yeah. Yeah. talking to them. And, and this extends to your friends and stuff as well from, mm-hmm. you know, your early childhood or high school, college, whenever. Um, keeping t- in touch with those people is so important because those mm-hmm. are like your, ne- that's your network. Those are your roots. Yeah. Um, and it's good to have that to kind of, yeah, bring you out of the L.A. grind every now and then because it is tough. Definitely the last couple of months. um, I feel like my brother and I were roommates, and so we lived together. I feel like we've definitely gotten closer because we've both gone cool. through certain things here and there, and like you know, you've had each other to lean on. Kind of, yeah. Like I actually opened up. Uh, I don't really talk about relationship stuff with my brother normally. That's not something we used to do. So I remember a couple of days ago was the first time we actually really talked about stuff like that, and I was just like, "Wow, okay." So it was kind of like nice to kind of like vent and get all that stuff out and for him to listen and to give his own advice and that kind of thing mind you he is younger than i am but i mean yeah. he's he's dated a lot Age more than me let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> um, too soon too see, soon my but my, my let's just hope he never hears that this. song if was not, about siblings communicating right <laughs> okay moving on amy <laughs> All right, we're up to our final goal recap. Yes, and that is personal growth. Well, my personal growth goal was to get back into more of my hobbies. Now, I have been playing piano every day, so that has remained consistent. Um, I realize I actually have quite a few songs now that are fully up to speed and ready for me to share with other people. Hmm. But I haven't touched my guitar. One's not bad. I mean, yeah, right? You know. Exactly. You conquered one. I have been working on pulling together my previous film projects, which is part of my hobby. You know, I did release Playground Politics yep. available for purchase with the educational materials. Nice. I'm now working on editing my fire dancing documentary. I'm excited to see that. Again, you still got to take me to one of those. I know, and that goes into this goal. Um, You know, the few weeks that I thought about, oh, maybe this Wednesday will be a good day Mm because it's on Wednesday nights, which I know right now is tough for you because you have UCLA screenwriting program. Yeah, we'll talk about it as we get to that point. Yeah, exactly. But it's also been raining in Southern California Mm -hmm. pretty much all of winter. Yes. So, and then right now it's gorgeous, but it's windy. Yeah, it's very also windy. not a good idea for fire. <laughs> you know, I guess. I mean, Los Angeles yeah. is lately. Los Angeles is either is always either drowning or burning. Yep, it's gonna happen. Um, I, you, I will take you with me. Okay, please. and I'm sure as I get deeper into the edit, I will naturally want to make it more of a priority to get out there to a fire jam. So I'm not really worried about that goal. It will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do want to kind of refocus on is guitar Mm. so i need to start picking up my guitar at least a couple times a week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then i want to start picking up more of my art or writing projects so like when it's the end of the day and i don't want to be doing anything else that i still consider to be like work because like Mm -hmm. the edit would still be kind of work instead of watching tv and playing solitaire i could totally still watch tv and paint 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I need to start. That's my goal is to start doing something like that. Either yeah. doing my scrapbooking, do my art, my writing. I mean, you have a dog, so I would get your dog to paint and then sell it as <laughs> as pet art, which is a humongous market. Little so paw prints all over a canvas yeah, done I'm by a dog. Look, it's worthy of the cause. It would be worthy of my Instagram, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, don't forget, we have an Instagram now. Yes, at Life Goals Pod, capital P-O-D. We have our own Instagram, so check it out for posts, behind the scenes, little videos. We're still working on it, but we listened to you saying, get an Instagram, we have it. Well, Chelsea, where are you at with your personal growth goals? <laughs> I know, it's another sensitive topic. It, yeah, it's a sensitive topic because my in-a-year goal was to try something new. I did say every day, but then I started saying every week. But I think what has been a little bit more important for me to focus on this year is to be present and the um, battle that I have with inner demons for the future, for the past, and things like that. So I think for my personal growth, I want to focus on, it sounds so philosophical, but I want to be more in the present moment. And No, it's you know, really important. You know, get your head out of the future. Yeah. Get your feet out of the past. Yeah. Stay in the present. Exactly. And by doing that, I think I'll be able to find myself more motivated to, you know, do this writing project or try this new activity or do this. Because, I mean, you were talking about how you used to watch TV and paint. For a while, I did that hobby a lot with a lot of painting. And then I tried doing a paint by diamonds thing and I'm oh, that's right. still working on it. I hate cool. it so much, but I want to finish it You were so excited done. to start that. And I was like, that I does know. not sound like fun to me. I know. I was. I thought it was fun, but just like being so meticulous, I'm just like, ah, and I with mean, the paintbrush. I love stuff like that because it's like, uh, I do cross stitching, I do crochet yeah. and it's, it's very meticulous and very time consuming but like yeah. I use it as like my wind down before bed kind yeah. of stuff yeah but maybe no. I should give you my project so you nah. can finish it for me like I don't have enough <laughs> yeah, to do with already the painting, yeah. with the painting it's just kind of like flow of the brush strokes and just like kind of the color and watching it come to life rather than like a little itty bitty but aside the topic um, I think by being more present I'll be able to listen to my mind and my body more with what I want to do like because there are times where I want to feel like I want to write so I should write let me write there are times when I want to watch something new. Let me watch something new. Instead of falling into the routine, like, okay, what should I do this downtime? Okay, I usually do this, so then let's do that. Right. So I think by right. being more present and kind of listening to what I'm feeling and not being like, oh, I have to do this or do that. I will have to think of those things related to work, but by being more present and kind of distracting my demons from thinking about the future and the past and all the worries, I'll be able to focus on tasks and goals and accomplishments I actually do want to achieve that maybe I did not realize before. Yeah. So, so Marcus, what are your thoughts on our personal growth goals? And actually, do you have any personal growth goals that you are oh, trying goodness. to focus on I mean, this year? Philosophically, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I view the world very um, optimistically, but also nihilistically. So, okay. but I, I would say like, if that wasn't working for me, I would look at having a different outlook and trying to change that, but it actually is going really well. Um, <laughs> to me, I mean, like, that's just how I enjoy seeing the world and it helps me grapple with the day to day a lot easier. So I would suggest more people try it. Okay. Um, it. It's to the point where, you know, you know that nothing matters and we're all going to die. But because that's the case, why not have, why not be happy and try to do things that, you know, elevate and enlighten yourself as opposed to doing things that 
don't matter because nothing matters. You know, yeah. Bringing it back to we're all just tiny specks in the universe. We're all just yes, a tiny speck. But I want to be at like a party speck, right? I want to be like, I don't want to like. Party speck. I just want to be happy and he make wants that people. Pe- he wants to be that piece of glitter in the sky that you yeah. can never quite tell what color it Replace is. Replace all yeah. the boxes in your brain with just <laughs> glitter. But yeah, so personal growth, I would say, um, you know, it's such a hard thing to define because it does take so long. You, you can only really mm-hmm. see it when you look back and reflect. Yeah. Um, and you see, and you, the little things that you do along the way are the, you know, if you were to write a story about your own personal growth, what would be the defining points? It's hard to tell right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, try to do things that clearly do paradigm shifts for you in your life. You know, where do you center? Like, what do you put in the center of your focus? What is in the center of um, your goals? And reevaluating that and making sure you're always on the right path is the best way, I think, to really nail down that personal growth. I don't know why, but I want this to be in a scene in a movie I write once. Well, you I'm got already it on picturing, film. I, so. Yeah, I got I got it recorded right now, and I'm already picturing in my mind. I'm like going into like a, looking up at the corner of my eye. I'm just like darting my eyes back and forth. I'm getting into my screenwriting mode. Um, if you do this, I would like to play a wise sage <laughs> uh, because that's how I see myself. <laughs> a wise sage. I can see that. Okay, I'll keep you in I'm mind. I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wise beyond your years. Thank you. I will keep you in mind, Marcus. All righty. Well, that is, um, oh, geez. That's man. it for our Woo! goal recap. Yep. yep. We've, we've evaluated. We've analyzed and now we've reset so we're ready Mm -hmm. to take on the next three months let's see how much closer we can get to our year goals yeah we shall see but um in the meantime hashtag hunt hashtag hunt all right so for this week's hashtag hunt we did hashtag goal resetting here's what we found felt so good to be back pushing weights thanks coach amy Hashtag fit, not fat. Hashtag goal resetting. Hashtag hello legs. Did you pick it because it had your name in it? No, I didn't. Okay. Mm. But it was a lifter who was, you know, they're doing great and their coach is apparently really helping them. I thought it would be unfair to not include their thank you to their coach. Getting my own iMac goal has moved up my list of to-dos. Sorry, trusty mini note and iBook. Hashtag goal resetting. Ah. Uh. <laughs> hey, it's that moment when you realize it's time to upgrade your tech. Yeah, no, I'm in the process of waiting to get a gift card back after exchanging an old, old laptop I had so I can get a new one because nice. the one that I have is definitely screen is streaky. The RAM is not the greatest. I'm don't have as much space on it as I need. So I, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. I've had it for a while. So it's time for an upgrade. 15 weeks away from first race of the year. Need all the help I can get for sure. Hashtag wine country half marathon. Hashtag getting close. Wine country half marathon. I don't think that they drink the wine as they run. No. <laughs> okay. No, but it's, is, if it's the end of the goal, I'm guessing. Which yeah. I mean. It's the first Monday in March. And I've been thinking a lot about what it means to quit. The main idea that keeps popping into my head is that while the definition is different for everyone, we all have moments where we just want to give up. It feels hard. We feel exhausted. We feel unseen and unheard and just done. Right now, I'm quitting running on fumes and ignoring self-care. And that helps me keep going towards my goals. Who is this person? How have they ever already peered into my heart in just that one paragraph? <laughs> right? It, it was just very succinct. Like, yes, we feel all those ways. So sometimes one of the first things we need to refocus on is 
our self-care. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Self-care yep. is so important. If you don't have that, you know, just taking those minutes in your day to really like focus on yourself, it will really unbalance you, I think. Yeah. I took the day off of work, you know, a couple weeks ago because I was just feeling really exhausted. I ended up mm-hmm. sleeping for 18 hours that day. So obviously Jeez. my body needed it. Mm-hmm. You got to learn to listen to your body. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't quit before the magic happens. See, it's not not easy getting to your goal. The magic is when you get there. So don't quit before it happens. I think the magic happens when there you don't have any gaps and pauses where you ask yourself, like, why haven't I worked in a while? Or especially if in a career goal like right. us, like, you know, lately I haven't even had the time to wonder when my next job will come because I've been so busy. And you don't recognize it as magic at first. Mm-hmm. But eventually you look back and you're like, whoa, I've been working straight for the past, you know. That's how I felt last months. year because yeah. I worked straight from June till beginning of December. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was like, I'm so blessed. Yeah. It's been really consistent. Yep. <laughs> Falling in love with early mornings. Hashtag morning done right. Hashtag morning motivation. Hashtag goal resetting. Mm-hmm. And it was a girl out for a run in the mornings. Oh. So the final hashtag hunt. Fresh start fever. Oh, hashtag clean slate. Hashtag goal resetting. Hashtag restart rebuild. Uh, And that's what we're here to do, right? That is exactly what we've reset. We're ready for the next quarter. And we've got lots of new and exciting things to share with you guys over the next three months. Yes. Starting with next week, Mm -hmm. which is going to be hashtag zero waste. In honor of Earth Day, we're going to have somebody on who has been focusing on creating as small of a carbon footprint as possible. Her whole goal last year was hashtag zero waste. So she's going to tell us, you know, where she's at with that and how she did it. Mm -hmm. But of course, that's next week. Yeah. And we still have some challenges. Yes, we do. But before we get into challenges, Mm -hmm. Chelsea, did we get anything on our social media about goal resetting? We did. We did. One of my really good friends um, replied to a post that was made of, do you have anything regarding goal resetting that you want to do for this year? Let us know. And we might say it on the air. This answer... I want to continue my goal from last year, which was trying new things every month. I feel it's always good to push oneself into trying something unexpected. I also really want to stop being afraid of how others see me or will think of me because honestly, I shouldn't put others' thoughts and feelings before my own. Gotta live it up and not care so much. YOLO swag! Yes, that is how she ended it. (laughs) That's fabulous. Thank you so much for submitting that to us. Again, you you can always find us at Life Goals Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We want to hear about your hashtag Life Goals or comments you have on any of the topics that we cover. Yeah, or if you have any suggestions of what we should cover, we're always eager for more ideas. You know, we want to keep this going. We like it so much. It's been an amazing journey, and I can't wait to see where it takes us next. I will say this journey has led me to um, hashtag procrastination mode. I did not meet my challenge goal, which (laughs) is really sad considering it was a carryover from the last episode. So I did print out all of my transcriptions for for my documentary and my paper edit, And I just started reading through them and starting to highlight things that I think I'm still going to want to include, but I haven't finished that yet. Haven't watched the original edit. I started reading the script to Before Sunrise. Mm -hmm. I'm only about 13 pages in. I've still got another 60 pages to go. Mm -hmm. So 
you're going to have to assign me a movie, but I'm going to challenge myself to come in here next week and not be an embarrassment and have both of these goals done. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amy, you're not alone because I did not achieve my challenge either. My challenge was to not only edit my 28 pages that I had written to 15, but also to watch a movie that best represented the genre that I was writing and the movie that represented the worst way. I was not able to watch either movie, unfortunately, because shenanigans got in the way. <laughs> so my goal would be shenanigans. So you will have to assign me a movie as well. So I'll basically have three movies to watch. But then on top of that, I really want to get to fade out by the next time we record. Because I'm yeah. so close to the end of my script, I just need to sit down, buckle down, get it all done. It's not going to be a great fade out. It's not going to be a great ending to the story, but I just want to get it done so then the next couple weeks I can go back, re-edit, because we have a competition at UCLA that we can submit to by April 1st that has potential to be, um, you know, you win prizes or you win... could be something that's life-changing. That it really, could be, yeah. Yeah, it can put your script in a new, new arena and gets more eyes on your work. Exactly. So that's really what I want to... So my goal would be to do the two movies that I still need to watch, the movie that you will assign me and fade out. Okay. Sounds like a lot, but you know what? We're going to do it. We're, we're all motivated. Just we just spent all this time resetting Sorry. our goals. We're motivated. All right. So mm -hmm. what are you going to assign me? I actually want to assign you this movie called Savage Land. One of the writers for the movie, Simon Herbert, came to our UCLA uh, lecture class a couple weeks ago, and it was a movie he co-wrote and directed with two other people. Yes, I know. But it's on Amazon, uh, for those that have a subscription fee for it, and it basically is like a found footage documentary horror style film. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. And it was back in like 2000, and it's very, like, very indie-based and things like that, but I think it'll be... Interesting because it's sort of a different way of approaching found footage and also horror mixed together. And then, you know, there are things that I agree with, things I disagree with, but just what I liked a lot was kind of seeing an arc in um, character and kind of that. That became more of the takeaway rather than the story itself. So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts and what you thought about it. Sounds good. Yeah, Savage Land. Amazon. I'm going to assign you... One of my top five movies. Okay. Um, you had heard of it, but you had not actually seen it. Okay. Last we discussed it. I would like you to watch Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. Okay. If it is not streaming anywhere, let me know. I do own it on DVD and okay. I can lend it to you. But it is based on a Spanish movie called Obre los Ojos, which means open your eyes. Mm -hmm. um, and... It is a movie that has affected me very deeply and definitely influenced my filmmaking style. Well, join us next week for Hashtag Zero Waste. Yes. We want to hear about the ways that you are working towards creating less waste or less of a carbon yes. footprint. Or if you have any questions regarding it, because we could all use some more tips on that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So again, find us at, at Life Goals Pod, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And until next time, I'm Amy Covell. And I'm Chelsea Wingo. And this is Hashtag, Hashtag Life Goals. Goals. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye.